to Late Night Talks, a place for growth, stability, and transformation. The podcast for men and for the women who want to understand men. My name is Amy Jo. I'm a certified clinical hypnotherapist, Reiki master, and a life strategist. Here, we take you to the next level of self-understanding mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Hello there. Good evening. Welcome to tonight's podcast. It's great to have you here. It's nice to be back. I would like to welcome some of the newest listeners from Italy, Taiwan, Kazakhstan, Croatia, and Denmark. I have to be honest, I'm totally wiped out tonight, just keeping it real, (laughs) but yeah, I'm here regardless, and so are you, and I didn't want to really share much last week just because of the events that took place in Turkey and Syria, and I want to extend my heartfelt condolences to them, the unbearable pain, you know, you see these types of events from the outside, but can be any one of us at any time and the, the babies and the children that that made it out alive they just look like little angels and they seemed so calm so strong but we have to remember that we're existing on this breathing rock that's very much alive and that it's floating around and around in space right now And it's crazy to think about, but this is reality. We just never know, right? We never know when things like this are going to take place. That's why I think it's important to, you know, do good while you're here and to love fully. Even when these traumatic events in life kind of unravel, no one certainly wants to welcome pain into their world, really, but... It's a very useful tool, and it's a really great teacher. And it doesn't seem like that in in the darkness when you're going through that for sure. But when you look back, you can understand that you grow from it. If you, as long as you don't sink underneath of it, right? And sometimes in life, we have to die a thousand tiny deaths, really, to to gain a better understanding of our strengths, of, of compassion, compassion for others, and wisdom. It's all part of the process. Pain and joy and everything in between. Okay, so let's get into tonight's topic, which we're going to be talking about lateral thinking. We're going to find out what that is. And how lateral thinking compares to linear thinking, some advantages and disadvantages, and ways to improve the lateral thinking process. So many people get stuck in one way of thinking, right? And I think it's just due to the busyness of our daily lives. We become routine and mechanical, and we don't often enough stop to think about how we're actually thinking, right? How are my thoughts behaving right now? 
Why am I thinking in a certain way? Are my thoughts useful? What value do my thoughts have? Right? These are really good questions to ask yourself. Who's having this thought? Where is this thought taking place in my mind? So this is part of the process of lateral thinking. And it's, this is why it's also very important to become self-aware of your thinking mind, especially when we come across problems and challenges in life, even in our decision-making, expanding the mind and, and changing the way that we think can really bring about some amazing outcomes and innovations. So today is an opportunity to open the window of the mind, let some fresh air in because it's limitless and it needs to breathe. (laughs) So let me start tonight by sharing a riddle with you. Okay. And see if you can get this. A woman enters a large metal tube. She's terrified and she holds her husband's hand for comfort. He soothes her, but is fine himself. A few hours later, the torment ends and the woman's fine. What happened? Now use your mind and look at some ideas of what the answer could be. And if you don't want to know the answer, just hit pause because I'm about to tell you in five. One, they were on an airplane and she's scared of flying. Her husband, who isn't scared of flying, tried to comfort her during the flight. She was fine once they landed. (laughs) Here's another one. This is shorter. I'm full of holes, but strong as steel. What am I? Ready for the answer? If not, hit pause. A chain. (laughs) All right. So that's a great start to exercising the mind for tonight. I have a couple more riddles at the end if you want to stay and play a little there. First, let's talk about what lateral thinking is. Lateral thinking is more of an unconventional approach when it comes to coming up with solutions or problem solving, decision making, even when it comes to creative endeavors. And people who think laterally are adept at drawing conclusions based on, say, the knowledge that they've collected from a wide variety of sources including their own experiences, as well as those of others. So this way of thinking might come across a a little risky or maybe less accepted by society at times, but it is undeniably more creative. And this way of thinking is, it's free, it's, it's less restrictive It involves opening the mind and seeing things from multiple directions rather than just one way of thinking. The term lateral thinking was actually coined by Edward D. 
Timothy Bono. He was a British physician and actually the first psychologist to have his views reach a broad audience back in the 1960s before more of the well-known psychology books became popular. De Bono's book, The Use of Lateral Thinking, exposed the world to a new way of thinking. And his life was really dedicated to teaching others to see thinking as a skill and coming up with techniques on how you can really improve it. And I'm going to share some of his techniques with you in a little while. On the other hand, we have linear thinking. And linear thinking is basically how the majority of people think. It's more black and white. And this is one way to a solution that ignores other possibilities and other alternatives. It's very methodical, it's sequential, and it's focused. But basically, each step is really dependent on, say, yes or no solution or option. The term linear thinking is widely used, but it's unclear who first coined the term. But the idea of linear thinking has really been around for a very long time. There's advantages and disadvantages to both when it comes to this, these ways of thinking. For example, linear thinking, they are more evidence-based. There's, you know, they have facts to back up their thoughts, their ideas, their solutions. They're very pragmatic, very observant, and they get consistent results. But at the same time, when we think like that, it can also be, you know, as I mentioned, very limiting. And these type of thinkers actually don't excel in fields where they're expected to really think out of the box because they lack a sense of creativity when it comes to problem solving because most times they only see in a straight line one way to the solution rather than multiple ways to that solution. Along with this, they typically won't move outside of their comfort zone. Lateral thinking, on the other hand, this can lead to really an increase in creativity and productivity. And there's a wider range of, of options and perspectives. There's also the advantage of breaking through those mental conceptual barriers to reach new levels of understanding and even achievement. It's more fluid and flexible. It's a great way to think. Some of the disadvantages of this way of thinking, though, lateral thinking, are that it does require more time and more effort than traditional linear thinking. So it can make it difficult to implement in a fast-paced or time-sensitive environment. This type of thinking can really lead to unpredictable outcomes with that, it can really make it harder for people and large organizations to put ideas that come from lateral thinking into action and, and see them through. But anyway, with time and practice, anyone can really benefit from lateral thinking. It's a great way to think. And we live in a world that's very data and fact based. But 
being creative is extremely important for human growth. So what are some of these ways that we can use it? Bono has made a number of techniques to help people think outside of the box and come up with new ideas. And one of his most common strategies is called the six hats thinking method. This is based on metaphorically speaking, six hats representing different human thinking types. So this method can be used for a variety, you know, that can be used in business, education, and even in your personal life. So using the six thinking hat strategy to really solve issues includes switching between hats and the various points of view are shown by different colored hats. So there's no methodical order for the hats, but when it comes to getting more creative, it's, it's definitely necessary to use all of the, all of the hats. The first is called the white hat. And this hat represents objective and neutral thinking, focusing on the facts, focusing on the information, right? Some of the questions might look like, what information do we have about this issue? What does it tell us? What information do we lack? What information would we like to have? And how are we going to get it? things like that. Now the red hat that stands for more emotional and intuitive thinking, which is based on feelings and and those gut instincts. For example, how is this thing, this idea, this fact making you feel? Also, how is it making other people or the other person feel? Okay. The black hat, this hat is all about critical and skeptical thinking, really focusing on the potential problems and difficulties, very logical, looking at some of the weaknesses and how to avoid them. But we got to be careful not to overuse this hat because it can also be the very thing that smothers the creativity and the positivity of the situation. Then there's the yellow hat. This represents optimistic and constructive thinking, right? Really focusing on the benefits and the potential solutions. Really, if there's any negativity about the issue, this is where we see things from a brighter perspective. On to the green hat, The green hat stands for creative and innovative thinking with a focus on coming up with new ideas and new options. You know, is there a new way we could do this? What about approaching the issue from the opposite viewpoint? Are there any alternatives that we haven't yet considered? Right. And the last is the blue hat. This hat is used for basically overview and management thinking, focusing on the overall process and organization of the thinking process. Okay. So it's a great tool to use ways that we can expand and develop our lateral thinking is 
endless. There's so many things that we can do. The ability to think abstractly and creatively is, it is more of a learned trait, not so much natural. So you got to keep in mind, you'll always need to keep improving this skill, just like with anything else. If you don't do anything about it, that conventional thinking will once again triumph over creative thoughts. So the first thing to improving your ability to think laterally is to really be aware of how your brain works. Really study yourself. Before starting to solve a new problem, it's important to realize that the brain tends to fall back into its old ways of thinking. So you, you know, you really have to pay attention. When we're trying to think about something, we'll often shut out exterior noise or distraction. And some of that outside stimuli is great to have, to be honest, because when you pay attention to random things like that, we may be able to grow some new insights or new ideas, right? Dibano said that even if there seems to be a good solution to a problem, it can be really helpful if you set that solution aside and think of other ways to solve it, no matter how crazy or silly it might seem. You know, by doing this, you'll be able to look at the problem from every single angle. It's also critical to change the way you do things in your daily life, such as making breakfast. Do it differently. Change what you're eating. Change the way you're making something. Or change a routine in the morning if you walk or you jog. Take a different route. This is all about creating those new neuropathways in the brain in order to adapt to new experiences, new ways of thinking, new information. You know, you can also brush your teeth with your non-dominant hand. You can write with your non-dominant hand. These are great ways as well. You can also look things for things around the house and think about how they're used and you can come up with new ways to use them. If you can look at something in your house, you might be able to come up with a whole new invention from it. Brainstorming is awesome. Sitting and coming up with these different ideas around one thing is really an excellent tool. This, again, is how people come up with brilliant ideas, writing down numerous questions. And I mean, it could be even around a problem of a decision you need to make, an idea, whatever. But doing that brainstorming is extremely great when it comes to expansion. You can read more mind-bending books, you know, those complex books. They might be a little harder to read, harder to understand, but it gets your thinking brain moving, okay? You can also explore your dislikes, sift through why it is that you don't like something, right? Ask yourself questions. Is it the thing or is it you? You know, what does that thing have against me? Or where, where is this dislike coming from? 
my past or now? Those kind of questions. You want to seek out individuals with different backgrounds, perhaps, or perspectives and expertise, people who have a different way of thinking and just encourage them to share their ideas and their insights with you. You can look at your assumptions and beliefs with a critical eye and push yourself to think about other points of view and, and ways of doing things experiment with different approaches and techniques and really don't be afraid to try new things when it comes to your mind. Engage in problem solving activities such as puzzles and brain teasers. Overall, we have so much more potential within us than what we pay attention to. It's crazy. We're just not tuned in. Could you imagine where where exercising the mind can take you. It's like exercising the body. And we need to move, we need to move the mind. Because as we age, our brains begin to shrink up to 10 to 15%. Right? So whether it's shrinking or not, we want to keep it sharp. Right? (laughs) So if you want to have some fun. I'm going to share some of these riddles with you and you can try and figure them out. Just hit pause because I'm going to be giving the answer to each riddle. So yeah, I don't want to like blow it for you, but that's how it's going to be. So I'm going to say a riddle. If you want to try and figure it out, just push pause and then restart when you're ready to find the answer. Okay. We ready. Here we go. Jane is in the forest where it is raining. Jane isn't wearing a coat. She doesn't have an umbrella. And she isn't standing under a tree or a canopy to cover her head. But the rain does not touch Jane. Why? Okay, we're ready for the answer. Now, it doesn't always have to make sense right? But the answer is Jane is a fish. She's underwater and the rain cannot reach her. I suppose fish have names. Yeah. Just like Nemo. (laughs) All right, let's, let's try another one. A man is sentenced to death. He has to choose from three rooms to receive his punishment. First room has a firing squad with guns loaded. The second room has a blazing fire. The third room is full of tigers that haven't eaten for six months. Which room should he choose? (laughs) Are you ready? This one's pretty good. The tigers, if they haven't eaten in six months, then they are already dead. Yes. (laughs) Okay, another one. Three kids enter a room, but only two walk out. The room is empty. Where's the third kid? 
Ready? The third kid uses a wheelchair, so they roll out of the room instead of walking out. (laughs) Okay, I do have a few more of these. I'm totally wiped out and exhausted, but these are fun, so I'm going to keep going with them. The next one is, now pay attention. What is there one of in every corner and two of in every room? Think about this. Are you ready? The letter O. (laughs) That one was really hard. I thought I wasn't even thinking of that. Here's a good one. What is it that no one wants, but no one wants to lose? (laughs) Ready? I know I'm not giving you enough time, but like I said, just pause it. The answer is a lawsuit. (laughs) Okay, there's another one. The more there is, the less you see. What am I? The more there is, the less you see. What am I? Ready? Darkness. Okay, uh, let's do one more. I have many faces, expressions, and emotions, and I'm usually right at your fingertips. What am I? This one, I mean, I don't know, maybe some people can easily get this one. I have many faces, expressions, and emotions, and I'm usually right at your fingertips. What am I? Are you ready for the answer? (laughs) Emojis. That's the answer. All right. I think we'll end the little riddle playing there, but I hope you had a little bit of fun with it. And yeah. Try and use the mind in in other ways. Okay, I'm going to go catch up on some rest, and I hope that you do the same. As you stretch those muscles, don't forget to stretch the mind, too. (laughs) Great hanging out with you, and I will see you again soon. Mm -hmm.